We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, February the 17th, 2021. On today's show, I break down tonight's game. Gamecocks traveling to Knoxville to take on the Tennessee Volunteers. I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk Vols, top storylines, Tennessee players to watch for, keys to the game. I'll give my prediction as well, much, much more from there. Also, news and notes to get into. We got a ton to get into, guys, here on a Wednesday. Sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success, guys. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, And they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Guys, happy hump day. I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up Show. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. We have got a packed show because, of course, it is a game day episode 
of the Spurs Up show. Frank Martin and his squad going to Knoxville, Tennessee tonight to take on the 19th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, before we dive into everything, guys, really appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart yet again. Just want to show some gratitude uh, for the love, support, you guys consuming the content, sharing the content, showing love to the content. I truly do appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, do want to also remind you, tonight, the Daily Crow pregame show 8 to 8 30 we're going to do a pregame show before tip off at nine o'clock as we normally do 8 to 8 30 on facebook youtube and twitter if you want to tune into that guys it's a beautiful day in the city we've had great weather all week i know it's going to be a little chilly this weekend we got opening day in two days and i was checking the weather how it's going to be at founders park i'm planning on being in at least one of the games this weekend still looking still looking for season tickets by the way if you guys know anybody that maybe is selling season tickets or selling some sort of package. I'm looking. I'm looking to pay. Please let me know and slide in my DMs. But that's for another time. We're talking Gamecocks basketball on this Wednesday. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Like I said, South Carolina traveling to Knoxville, Tennessee at Thompson Bowling Arena to take on the Volunteers. Nine o'clock tip on the SEC Network. Remember, this game was supposed to be played last night at 8.30, got moved back due to SEC protocol. I think stuff to do with COVID, whatever. But this game is tonight now, nine o'clock tip off, SEC Network, Tennessee. An 11-point favorite in this one, the 19th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. They are 14-5, and 7-5 and five in the conference. Their head coach is Rick Barnes. When you take a look statistically, a really, really good defensive team is Tennessee. 72.8 points per game is what they shoot, but they hold their opponents to 62.7 points per game. They shoot 45% from the field, 34% from three. They hold their opponents just 40% from the field and 30% from three. Really, really good stuff on the defensive end and certainly going to be a challenge for South Carolina um, to eclipse those numbers that Tennessee is holding its opponents to. With that being said, Let's go ahead and dive into the top storylines, guys. And I, I really wish I could come to you today here on this Wednesday with good news and, and optimism and positivity. But this first storyline is going to be the dagger. And that is that we found out on Tuesday afternoon that Jermaine Kuznar nor Justin Manaya will even be making the trip to Knoxville. I'm assuming due to injuries, you know, Jermaine Kuznar only played eight minutes in the game Saturday. And then Justin Manaya, I'm not sure. I guess he suffered an injury as well. But no Kuznar, no Manaya. You're without two of your three big-time starting guards in Kusnar, Manaya, and Lawson. You know, I, I, I would pose the question, what type of impact will that have on this basketball team? But how could it not affect this basketball team? Hey, from a sheer number standpoint, when it comes to the roster, how are you going to have enough guys to play? How are you going to have enough guys to cycle in? You have to think now of the guys that are going to step up, and I think that's another big storyline as well, is just who steps up in this game for you in their absence. Guys like Trey Hannibal, guy like a guy like Trey Anderson, he's going to have to play. I really don't know what else. TJ Moss will have to play a ton. Who's going to be the starters? What's the starting five going to look like? A guy like Seventh Woods, I think, he's going to need to have a big game as well. But no Jermaine Kuznard, no Justin Manaya. You know, any team in college basketball would be hurting if their two of their top guards we're going to be out for a game. And that's where South Carolina finds itself. And again, a tough season just gets tougher when you have those two guys not in the lineup for, for you tonight in this game. Uh, another top storyline in this one's funny. Most of the storylines are not even on the floor tonight. Um, Frank Martin speaking yesterday to the media and was asked about his job status and his in regards to the rumors that have been circulating. If you haven't heard, I don't really even know. I don't know where this started because I've seen fans talking about it too, but I never really gave it any any validity because it's just that it's just rumors. I think it's just fan re fans reaching for things and 
you know, I, I understand with Frank, the comments he's had about COVID and how he's felt this season and all that. I understand why fans would draw the conclusions they would. But there's been a lot of rumors swirling about Frank Martin potentially retiring at the end of the season due to his health, due to health concerns. Well, Frank Martin addressed those rumors, um, and he basically shot him down pretty quickly. I'll read you guys the exact quote here. Frank Martin said, and I quote, this is what I do. This is the only thing I know, which is coach. COVID beat the living, living snot out of me. Don't get that comment twisted that I'm looking to quit basketball. This is all I know, man. All I know is work. So it sounds like Frank Martin shooting down those rumors. Sounds like he will be back next year, which again is exactly what I expected, by the way. But Martin addressing those rumors, and of course, when you're having the type of season South Gun is having, when you're losing the way that you're losing, when you're when you're as frustrated and the season has gone to pure tor- turmoil and has, has become a wash, like we said, let's call it for what it is, you're going to have these type of questions, these type of rumors surface. You're going to have these type of things show up and come up. And, uh, you know, I, hey, listen, good to hear he's going to come back. I, I, I am the last thing I would ever want is for Frank Martin to be pushed into retirement due to health issues. You know, he says he's feeling a lot better, says he's working out now, he's going back to the gym, all that good stuff. So that's great to hear. It's great to hear on that end in regards to his health. But, uh, you know, like I said, if South Carolina was winning games and things were going well, those type of questions would not get asked. But when you're having the type of season you're having, when you're having the struggles that you're having, those questions are simply going to get asked. Bottom line, they're going to get asked. So, um Really interesting to think about, to keep an eye on. Again, I I expect nothing else to come out of this. I think Frank Martin will be back next year. But again, the fact that he's having to answer those questions tells you a lot about the season and what's become of it. Another big storyline for me, and again, I just kind of touched on it, but who steps up? You know, no Kusnar, no Manaya. Who's going to be that guy that steps up for South Carolina? Because again, you're you're already facing an uphill battle. You know, he opened as 11-point underdog in this one, and that was with... Jermaine Kuznard and Justin Manaya. Now, who knows what the spread's going to be? You're a double-digit underdog on the road. It's already going to be a tall task. Who are the players? Who's the player or players that are going to step up for you in this game? I look at guys like A.J. Lawson, Seventh Woods, Keyshawn Bryant, Wilden Zlovec, Jalen McCreary. Hey, maybe a guy like Trey Hannibal comes off the bench and plays big for you, or he's probably going to end up starting the game. Maybe Mike Green, maybe Nathan Nelson. I don't know. Who's going to be that guy that steps up, though, and shoulders the load? Again, call it for what it is. Jermaine Kuznard has not been playing great basketball for you anyways. Justin Manai is a solid piece, but he's been kind of up and down. He's been hot and cold, if you will. Some guys are going to get some opportunities. Do they step up to the plate and make the most of it, or do we kind of just see the same old, same old that we've seen all season? Uh, last storyline for me going in this one, guys, and again, I, I think it's going to be so crucial because you take a look at Tennessee. And they are good down low. One guy I'm going to talk about a little bit more in just a second, John Fulkerson. That was a dude that killed you last year. And then Josiah Jordan-James is a big-time baller down low, averaging six rebounds per game. The Levesque-McCreary combo. Listen, especially when you're missing those two guards in Kustar Manaya, you need your guys down low to step up their game, to play a big role. Wildens Levesque and Jalen McCreary, they can do that for you. You're going to need their absolute best basketball tonight to even, I think, guys, even compete in this game. And I hate to say that to even compete, but to even compete, you're going to have to win boards. You're going to have to get offensive rebounds. You're going to have to get second-chance points. Wilden Zavek, Jalen McCreary, they've got to have that duo. They've got to have a huge game tonight for Frank Martin in the South Carolina Gamecocks. Let's move, guys, into Tennessee players to watch for. Tennessee players to watch for. We'll start with Jaden Springer. 
And when you look at Jaden Springer, the interesting thing about him, he's only started seven games, but played in 17, but started seven games for the Vols, but shooting 51% from the floor, 54% from three, and he leads Tennessee with 12.2 points per game. Guys, the hottest shooter on Tennessee's team right now. You got to find a way to limit him. And now I question, with Kustar and Manaya out, you know, those guys have been struggling hot and cold offensively, but defensively, you felt like your guard play was was fairly solid. Again, haven't been this year, and, and Frank Martin made the point after the game. His teams are characteristic. Their characteristics generally are they're going to hold the opposing team's leading score to under their average. That has not been the case this year. Every score you've played against has gone above their average, has balled out, has had career highs against you. That cannot happen in this game tonight, and South going to have any chance, any chance to get the W. So Jaden Springer, guy, South Carolina is going to have to account for another one. This dude killed USC last year, and that is John Fulkerson. 5.8 rebounds per game. Again, he was all – I just never – I will never forget. Just I remember watching that game that last year when South Carolina played Tennessee in CLA, and it was like a huge game. John Fulkerson absolutely killed South Carolina. I mean, it was just like rebound after rebound after shot after shot. McCreary Levesque, that combo, you got to find a way to limit him. And then Santiago Vescovi, this is a guy I feel like he's been at Tennessee forever. But Santiago Vescovi, a 40% three point shooter, really, really great player in his own right, and definitely a lethal threat on the outside for the Volunteers. Let's move into the keys of the game, guys. What does South kind of need to do to keep this one even close, or hey, maybe even get a huge upset win? Well, I talked about no Kusnar, no Manaya. Somebody else has got to step up. The first key to the game is simple. You got to get A.J. Lawson going. You, you just, th this is for South Carolina to beat Tennessee tonight. A.J. Lawson is going to have to have one of those special, magical type of games. I mean, it's got to be like Devin Downey against Kentucky type deal. He's probably going to have to score 30 plus and just go off. I mean, just flat out go off. Get him going early. Get him some confidence. We've seen before, A.J. Lawson's streaky. If he gets going, if he gets hot, watch out. But he's very hot. He's also very, very cold. you got to get him going early. If A.J. Lawson has an off night, this team has absolutely no chance tonight, not only not to win, but even keep this thing close. So, number one, keep Lawson, or excuse me, get A.J. Lawson going. Second key to the game is simple. I've taught Levesque, I've taught McCreary, and I've also talked John Fulkerson, who killed you last year. You've got to limit John Fulkerson. Again, winning the boards, offensive rebounds. Williams, Levesque, and McCreary, I like both those guys. I think they've shown you really, really good things at times. I think they can be really good players for you. you got to limit John Fulkerson. you got to hold your own down low. And my last key to the game, guys, is this. Again, you're a huge dog in this one. Uh, no, no doubt. You're, you're a, you're a double-digit underdog. Nobody's expecting you to win. Nobody's going to be picking you to win, nor should they be. An attacking defense. Take some chances. Roll the dice. Get up in their grills. Force some turnovers. Maybe you catch Tennessee on a bad night, and they're giving you the basketball, and they're turning it over, and they're sloppy, and you can get some momentum. And you never know in college athletics. But you're going to have to be aggressive. You're going to have to attack. You're going to have to get after Tennessee. I don't see a scenario where you can play this one passive and sit back on your heels and, and, and just hope for the best because you're not better than Tennessee. You're not more talented than Tennessee. you got to be on the attacking end of things, force Tennessee into mistakes, and then take advantage of said mistakes. So, again, keys to the game, get lost and going, limit Fulkerson, and an attacking defense. And that leads me into, guys, my prediction for this game tonight in Knoxville. And I'm going to spare you guys the fluff. 
I'm going to spare you guys, oh, how great of an opportunity this is and this, that, and the other. I'm going to spare you guys that. Um, this one might be ugly. I, I'm not going to lie to you. This, this one, this one might be ugly for South Carolina. You know, again, coming into the game with Kusnard Manaya healthy, I would have said the same thing that the possibility of an ugly game is certainly possible for South Carolina. Again, I talked about this on Monday after the the Ole Miss loss, and I'll say it yet again: apathy is set in. I think most have come to accept this season as a wash, that this season doesn't really mean anything. I mean, I think, again, most fans have checked out. Some of you probably saw the uh, saw the title for the podcast and saw it was a basketball show. You didn't even click play. You're like, hey, whatever, screw it. I'm checked out of basketball season. Those of you that are still riding with me, I appreciate you. We're riding through this thing together. But, again, sparing the fluff about how great of an opportunity this is, and this is such a great, you know, Maybe, maybe somebody steps up and takes it, takes a bull by the horns, and this is their moment and all that. Dude, it was going to be hard to beat Tennessee with Jermaine Kuznard and Justin Manaya fully healthy. Now you don't have those guys. I mean, where's the scoring going to come from? Is it Trey Hannibal? Is it Trey Anderson, God forbid? Do Mike Green and Nathan Nelson, do they get it going? When you're having to depend on the names I just mentioned, TJ Moss, when you're having to depend on the names that I just mentioned, you're not in a great spot. You're not in a great spot. Tennessee, a really, really good team defensively. You know, they're one of those teams. I don't really feel like they have, like, one stud, one standout star, if you will. They just have a lot of good, solid basketball players. Bottom line. A lot of really solid basketball players. So they can beat you in many, many different ways. I mean, th- these are their top scores. Listen to this. Their top scores. Here's the averages. 8.9. got a lot of dudes that can beat you. They got a lot of dudes that can beat you in a lot of different ways. And, and you have Tennessee coming off of a loss to the LSU Tigers. They'll be locked in. They'll be motivated again. There's just, there's just too many questions around South Carolina. Again, nobody's picking you to win this one. Nobody thinks you have a chance. And I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think anybody thinks you should. I, I don't think I don't think anybody should be picking you. I don't think anybody should think you should have a chance. Again, this was a game. This one was going to be hard with a healthy Kusnard, with a healthy Manaya. Now, without those guys, not even traveling, it makes this task damn near impossible, to be honest. It makes this task damn near impossible for the Gamecocks. So that being said, guys, I I wish I had better news to tell you. I think this one's ugly. I think this one's ugly from the start. I think Tennessee runs away with this one. I got the Vols 87, South Carolina 65. Again, there's just nothing that tells us that South Carolina will keep this game close. Nothing. And, And listen, I have not questioned the mental toughness. If I, I've given South Carolina a lot of credit because at times I have questioned the mental, mental toughness and where this team was at mentally. And this, this is a team that continues to fight, continues to scratch and claw. But you have to seriously start questioning where this team is mentally because, again, all we hear is, hey, this season's a wash. It doesn't matter. COVID this, COVID that. Hey, your coach might retire. What's the future of Frank Martin? Blah, blah, blah. And the players can say, and and everybody in the program can say, they block it out, they block out the noise, all that good stuff, all that jazz. But they hear it. They know what's going on. And I just wonder how much of that has crept into the locker room. So, again, 
I think a tough season gets tougher. I, I don't see any way South Carolina even, com- even competes in this ball game. Like I said, I, I think it would have been tough with Kusnard Manaya healthy, but without those guys, I don't think South Carolina guys has a chance. I, I don't think they have a chance. I think Tennessee covers the spread. I think they win easily. Again, I've got Tennessee 87, South Carolina 65. And again, Gamecock fans, yet another frustrating night watching South Carolina basketball. So again, hopefully I'm the ultimate jinx. Hopefully I'm wrong, but unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be. I think, again, it's going to be another frustrating night for South Carolina fans. And I, and I hate to say that, but I think that's just sort of where you are right now. So again, 87-65 Tennessee is my prediction. That's going to lock it in. That's going to wrap it up for the Tennessee game preview tonight. Couple or just one quick note, guys, on the baseball side of things. Mark Kingston officially announcing his starting rotation for opening weekend yesterday afternoon, and it's exactly as we predicted and projected, by the way. So a little pat on the back to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But Kingston announcing the rotation. Friday will be right-handed pitcher Thomas Farr. Saturday will be right-handed pitcher Brandon Jordan. And then Sunday will be left-handed pitcher Julian Bosnick again right around what I expected like I said exactly what I predicted it would be and was what I was hearing all through spring and I love the duo of far Jordan on Friday Saturday I think that's as good as you'll find in the SEC and then Julian Bosnick the lefty who's really really impressed this fall and spring second year coming off of surgery he looks really good stuff is I I love the kid's stuff and again I'm a little bit biased because he's a lefty but uh, no love the kid's stuff I think he fits in well in that Sunday role and again I would tell Gamecock fans this, Gamecock baseball fans, there are not many teams that start the season with three guys and then end the season with that exact same three guys, that exact same rotation. Do not be surprised if you see guys like Will Sanders, Mag Cotto, Jack Mahoney, those guys potentially get an opportunity on the weekend. If one of these three guys struggles for any reason, if one of these three guys loses it, whatever might happen. And, hey, you got to think about COVID too. COVID could factor in. So, again, Far Jordan Bosnick on the weekend. Love that rotation. I think that's a rotation, though, you can roll out there every single weekend in the SEC and compete to win a series, and that's all you can really ask for. So, again, Far Jordan Bosnick, Mark Kingston's rotation as we sit now just two days away from opening day, guys. Just two days away. You guys know I'm fired up for that. But, again, we got a big one tonight. Basketball game. Again, like I said, guys, pregame show, 8 to 8.30, the Daily Crow pregame show on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, you guys want to tune to that? I'll take your questions, comments before South Carolina takes on the Tennessee Volunteers. And all we can do, guys, like I said, is hope for the best. So, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Now, go Cox, beat Tennessee, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. The story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.